You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, uh, Jeffrey Herlins, MXGP of Piedram Urata, or something like that. Weird day. A weird day that would only happen to you. I've seen so many first-turn crashes in my life. So many riders bounce right back up, get back in the race. But of course you. It's you, so something random has to happen. But you've still got the red play. I mean, like, what does it really mean? There's three points in it, but you do have that. So it could be much worse. It could be much better either. <laughs> but yeah, you know, what can I say? I just slid over, wanted to get straight back up and, and leave. But yeah, someone run, run over my bike and... Yeah, the rest was history, mate. How do you actually feel in those scenarios? Because, like, look, you have had bad luck in your career. We can say that. Do you get up and you're like, ah, oh, shit happens? Or do you get up and you're like, ah, not again? Like, why me? When I went up, I was like, oh, shit, let's go. Because I know, you know, I could still get somewhere around fifth place. Well, I, I saw say. in the video, like, before you even went to your bike, you looked up. And I was like, oh, he's looked up just to see what, like, what the situation is ahead. Yeah, definitely. And, and I was like, yeah, in this field, first moto, you know, everybody's a bit, yeah, cold still. And I thought I could still get to the top five or somewhere near there. But yeah, straight when, when, when I picked up the bike, I seen handlebar broken, gas bro- off and broken, clutch leader, whatever. So then I knew, shit, we're not looking good, man. What, uh, in that situation, what do you do between races? Do you, did you even watch the first race? Did you keep an eye on results? Did you, were you stressing? Were you like trying to watch MX2, see how the track was developing? Like, that's obviously a rare situation. So how do you play that? Well, then I... <laughs> Punch I, a wall? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, pff, things like this happen, but it just always happened to me for some reason. But then I, yeah, I, I walked off and then I seen on, on Honda Speedball straight to guys like 84 hours. I, saw, I watched that because I, I knew they were going to obviously do it because you yeah. are... Yeah. the scary one <laughs> yeah yeah so probably they would have done the same for my team um when when guys had that thing with his collarbone i would wanted to get informed as well where he was at so i think it's kind of normal but you know it's uh, just definitely i had four zeros course and off four i couldn't really do anything about first i got a, i got land on and then now someone just run over my bike so <clears throat> you know still we came out healthy we, we still have the points lead but uh yeah, it's going to be interesting now, you know, it's nothing can go wrong for any three of us, I would say, because if you get one more DNF now, then it's, it's going to be even more scary. But uh, yeah, looking forward to the last three races and apparently it's going to rain on Sunday. So there the hell begins again. This is the thing, though, like everyone now is saying, oh, stressful, three points, three rounds, three riders. Yeah. But I think like the second you start getting stressed, I think all anyone has to say is uh, you've missed four motos. They've scored points in every one. Yeah. You're quite, you actually are quite all right. Like, I think that's your reassurance, I guess. But you don't have that. I know. And, and that's what makes me probably cry if I won't win the championship <laughs> again. Like, it's like it just doesn't meant to be. But um, I still have faith. I believe in it. I mean, I'm still the guy leading. Yeah. So um, 
I've won the most motos, won the most overall, so I don't see a point why I can't win the championship, but yeah, things need to go my way now a bit and uh, should stay, stay away from trouble. I mean, the rest of the guys are strong. I mean, between motos, yeah, I just watched I watched it and I was like, okay, the worst thing, what could possibly happen that the boys were one and two and they were one and two. And the thing is, I didn't ride since 10, 11 this morning till four and straight, you know, I was ice cold going into that moto, didn't see the track from 10 this morning. So yeah, it, was, it got super slick. Um, I had arm pumped like crazy. So that's why I wasn't my user self. And I just couldn't push because, like, like I said, I didn't do anything for six hours, and I just had to go, boof, ice cold in there. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, going to be interesting. Uh, very impressed. Your start wasn't very good in the second race. I was very impressed with your moves in the first two corners because you turned a 12th place start into a fifth or fourth place start. I thought that was like your little racecraft shining through. I was impressed. Yeah, I, I knew I had to get to the front, but straight after and second lap, you know, the strike was so slippery. I got, I got some arm bump. Um, but stars, I mean. Prado and stuff, they 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 they're known for that great stuff. Even even Tim and Romain, they, they get some good stuff, but it's not like Prado that they're constantly taking holsters kind of, you know? So um, yeah, you know, I just hope it stays dry for the next races because when you get even mud then it's gonna be such a gamble. Uh, that could go your way but it can also go the other guy's way. So uh, like I said, I don't know what to expect for the next two weeks. Uh, second motor as well you went closer to the inside obviously defensive move yeah. trying to stop your throttle getting run over yeah. again yeah. do you think that's going to be a move next three rounds you're going to maybe think a little more like eh, I could go middle but you know what let's play it safe um, depending depending that month of our start was pretty good on in the inside of the nations I pulled two whole shots I think Okay, oh, there was, was a debate about that one <laughs> yeah but you know I was racing MX2 and not the entire field was there but um, at least the start there was pretty safe on the inside but um yeah, for here, you know, it's it, Tony took all shots from, from the middle, outside. Uh, Fever, guys, they were on the inside first motor, they took good stars, so it can come from anywhere. Um, as long as you're there, I mean, I need to be somewhere in the top five because passing is pretty difficult this track. Everybody's fast, so uh, I mean, from the top guys, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, last thing, three riders, three rounds, three points. You're a competitive guy, you feed off competition. Game on. Yeah, it's game on. I mean, I mean, there's a lot on the line. We, I, I didn't win a championship for three years. Romain won a championship for, far, I guess, like five or six years. Um, I don't get this chance for 15 more times. So, do, so does Romain. I mean, Timmy is a guy who has to defend. So um, if you look to all the results, yeah, I've been the strongest. I won the most. I've been the fastest on the most occasions. But I'm only leading by one point right now. So um, it's going to be game on, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Piat Ram Urata. Um, Four, two, four, four, two, four, two, fourth overall, one point off the podium, not a tie this time, so a bit easier for you to take, but I don't know, no bonus again. <laughs> so you, I don't know if we need to pass a hat around for you, I don't know if you've got enough money, but eh, uh, you should have two podiums. You're riding well enough, so that's good, but you should have two podiums. So like, it's great, but it's also ridiculous. Yeah, I mean... Uh <laughs> being for overall with a 4-2 is uh, I think this doesn't happen often in a motocrosser's uh, career but you know I can be disappointed and go cry and don't sleep tonight but I can also do the opposite and see it positive I mean 4-2 is I think uh, the most uh, points I made uh, this year so it's my best GP uh, oh, what did you do on oh 2-5 2-5 and 5-2 in locket for third overall and, and so I mean, it was all positive, especially the second motor and stuff. So, 
just a shame, no champagne and yeah, no money. So I still can't really, you know, afford to pay dinner for you guys or something. Well, you're trying to get rid of me before this interview's even started, so there's no chance you're buying me dinner. <laughs> uh, second, mate, I thought at one point you were making a push at Tony. Like it looked like you were gaining. It looked like you were kind of gearing up to get going. Uh, did you kind of have a bit of a plan to make an attack and it just didn't happen? Like what? How? What was your game plan in that moto? My game plan was to just find my own rhythm, to focus on myself and also see a bit what is he doing or where does he gain, where uh, is he faster, where I'm faster. And uh, for some reason he found an extra gear after 15 minutes. And well, he probably looked at his bar pad and realised that he ah, could change up. Might be, because, yeah, yeah, this is a good point. Wow. And it's dark here in the yeah. second moto. You could yeah. see, I could see what gear he was in past pit lane. You are smarter than I thought. You just made, now I understand everything. You want to know what gear Crowley was in coming down that hill, around that corner, and then past pit lane? I saw just, it. You saw yeah, it? Because it, so, it was so dirty, dark. Dirty. Yeah. It was so dark. Actually, okay, let's make a deal. I No bonus today, but I, I might have a bit of some coins left to pay you. Some coins, not notes, coins. <laughs> yes, just a couple okay. of Swiss coins, but they mean a lot. Like, okay, well, Switzerland's like the most expensive place on, yeah. yeah but Swiss francs, that's, that's the currency you want in your okay. life, eh? Listen, so, if I pay you a bit, would you go to all the corners on the track and just, like, take a photo and just, like, I would know what gear he will use and maybe it can help me to make my bike better, no? Okay, sure. Is that a yes? Yeah, I said sure. Sure. So anything. To, I'm just desperate for friends. So anything. So, okay, I will give you some. I'll coins. give that information to Ben first, because we were yeah, we were we were all over you in that first moto, and you knew that yeah. you had to pass Prado because if you didn't pass Prado, we were gonna bloody just. And we we wanted payback from Sardinia when we let you have the fifth place or whatever it was with your <laughs> stupid clutch. We. Oh, you were lucky. All, all I was watching was thinking, bloody hell, I hope Jeremy gets a move on because otherwise he is getting punted for this top five result. Yeah, but I just enjoyed my battle with Jorge. I mean, look, we were like, I was like... Took you a while. Yeah, he was. <laughs> we were having some... I don't know. I think this morning somebody put some coins on the... I mean, some... You know, how is it called? The orange... Uh, cones? Piles or... Oh, or no, piles? No, like... You use it to, to Are go... we playing charades? No, like you... You you put how you you know on the road when there is a traffic yeah. like a road work. Yeah, like cone. Cone. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think somebody put it cones on the track and we played slalom. You know. We, 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 were you both playing or was he playing? <laughs> no, I was playing with okay. him. That's actually. I was playing um, with him. Really. Like, he he said. Not in my interview, but afterwards I was talking to him. But there was one moment when like. You like he, you made a pass for a second, and he squared you up, and you didn't touch, but you were so close, and you were like sliding around a corner, like looked like this far away from each other, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a fun time. It was because honestly, I mean, we know how he rides, and we know he's protective, but I mean, what can we do? It's racing, you know. As the only thing I hate about him is when he would do it, just cross everybody on the start line. This is just a bit over the top, or sometimes... You in mean the start line, the actual start of the race, or like coming back, back down that straight? No, no, start of the race, or like in tight, tight corners when you like just wait a second that you get yeah. stuck behind, but the rest, I mean, what can I do? That's racing, he can defend his line, you know, but my mechanic put it on the pit board after being behind him for I don't know how long, enjoy, and I was like, yeah, I do, because I really, you know, you can kill yourself by that, because like, I tried everything to get him, but he's just... 
it feels like he has mirrors in his on his bike. He knows yeah. where you are, and he. I mean, he's very smart for this. But it was fun. Somehow I enjoyed. Really, I did. You know, just to swap lines. I found other lines. It made me better on the track. I I just had to improvise and. And somehow I knew sooner or later I will get him. I don't know for what reason, but I just knew because I saw him and I saw him getting more and more like tired and it was more difficult for him to to be hold that pace and I had something extra. And then it was actually funny before the second motor because we stood next to each other. I was fifth in time practice, he was sixth. He looked over to me and he was like coming really like, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry for the first motor. What, for know? crossing, for like yeah, crossing across you? He apologized to me what for a nice guy. He's, um, I think he's nice, yeah. You could learn a thing or two. Uh, from him, I'm, yeah, might. No, and also his dad, they were like super nice to me. So I said, yeah. Have you no. been friends with him before or is this a new friendship? I think so. I I, oh. I have a new friend since today. <laughs> it's like going to school. You've come home from school and you're like, oh, I've got a new friend. Exactly. And then second moto, I started, he, he lined up next to me for the start. He was like, yeah, my body, hey, <laughs> little fist bump. And he went, please don't come across me. Yeah, he was scared. No, actually, we just hold each other's line, and it was a fair deal. You went down the start straight, holding hands. Yes, like yes, yes. So nice. I'm. I gonna sleep good tonight. I think. So I'm glad you had a good day at school. That's very nice for you. Um, you've kind of made me lose my train of thought completely now because I don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm literally. I'm completely lost. It was true. Like we had that conversation. I mean, okay that's how it is but he's you know somehow he has respect for us it's just you know sometimes that line you know like I said in corners tight or at the start is a bit far but that's racing you know if he wants to defend his position he's in the right to do it and you have to find a way around him you have something to announce for fans don't you I have what for fans you have something to announce uh, yeah I hit 91 it's 91.9 already now is so it? yeah so we are too late we, we, we went over the top yeah yeah no, I have 91,000 followers on Instagram. I yeah. mean, this is a one-time-in-my-life thing. Yeah. Big. I thought we were going to announce something else. What? No, we don't know yet. Okay, we don't but know yet. But no, oh. we, something big is coming. Okay. I, 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 me and yeah. team Ben Watson, which is yeah. you. Um, we're going to do a collab. Yes. You're going to do a collab with team Ben Watson. Yeah, one time only. Okay. Um, also, I tried to get involved. you involved in a scam to help me, and you failed me. In a what? I a scam. I wanted something from your sponsor, so I told your sponsor that you lost something and oh, that you needed a replacement, yeah. and then you didn't a... you didn't play along, and I don't have any product. Because I didn't know about the... I thought you'd be smart enough to figure it out. Yeah, I was, but I, I straight away knew, because somehow mm. I, knew, I knew you are a sneaky guy. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm just too nice of a guy. I'm honest. I can't do that. I mean, I, I'm so honest. Sorry. Well, that's disappointing for me. Um, how much I did you change? I'll oh. fix it for you. Whatever you need, let me know. I will fix it. How much did you change bike setup for today versus Sunday? Because track was harder, I guess. I guess. It was a lot harder. I changed uh, my tire and I changed two clicks. On so you changed bike. your tire. Yeah. Does that mean we can tell say what your tire was on Sunday? Yeah, I used the scoop on Sunday, and today uh, nobody used the scoop except Tony Caroli. He uses it a lot because you've said that before. Yeah, but he used it today and he did well. And well, why didn't you then? Because it was getting fucking hard. I mean, okay, aggressive, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I was only asking a question. But uh, it was so funny because this morning I was kind of the base. I know I was the guy to look at because everybody passed by my bike. So you think people people knew? Yeah, sure they knew because uh, before time practice or before first practice, we were in the pit in the box. 
bike uh, backwards in, so the rear tire was towards the track, which means you really had to go check. You couldn't just see from far, and Jeffrey Hellings passed by, and he just stopped in my box to check what tire I'm I'm having on. So pretty fine. You feel pretty big time. Yeah, I mean, proud of yourself, are you? Fuck, I need to see what tire siever is on. No, I mean, it's just it's a gamble. I mean, it's for the start. That's the. Do you think you are, now that you've ridden today? Do you think you could have done it? I think yeah, of course, but uh, it's just it, it definitely became a lot harder and and today it was. I think so on Sunday it was a lot better than it was today. But you, we saw Tony; he used it and he did well. He win, he won a motor on it. So what can you say? He won. He was on the podium and you won. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> this is another story. But uh, like I said, this is just bad luck in some kind of way. But still, I. Another step today, good points, uh, a really good second model, especially team was pushing in the end, I could put in one, a really good lap in again, and no, all fine. One thing, back to the 91k, so really, all my followers on Instagram, yep. 91 yep. point something now, you have to g- be ready for something big, like I really want to do something cool. And what is your Instagram? My Instagram? Yeah, it's Jeremy Seaver uh, 91. Uh, that's why, you know, 91,000. Yeah, okay. Jeremy Seaver 91. Yeah. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Okay. No, uh, something huge is coming. I want to do a really cool giveaway, not like a jersey or a number plate or something like that. Just something very personal and big and something I've never done before. Um, Two quick things. 85%? Is that where we're at? I think so no more on a track like this and today I mean that second model we were all there and I was feeling good and I had the pace like the guys who are fighting for the title at the moment which is super high so I think so today's today 91% we are at 91% (laughs) I've I've only just realised what that is Um, also second year in a row you're going to lose to Ben on most interviews which I know really messes with your head and also, that's probably why you're not telling Ben about the scoop tyre and stuff, because you don't want him to beat you in two places, even though it's going to happen one day. But, yeah, is that affecting your performance on the track because you feel quite emotional? Yeah, yeah, I thought about it today on the track, definitely. You know, scrubbing there, that tabletop. That's your sad riding. Yeah. Your riding was a sad emoji. No, I told you before, ask Ben what his plan is today. So I plan something with him after I'm finally done with talking to you. Sorry. (laughs) And then he will never show up anymore this year because he will disappear. You're going to kill him? No, no, I can't do that. You do realize if you like, that doesn't make a difference. He's won. (laughs) There's nothing you can do. It's over. Okay. Well, it's not really, but. Still four GPs. He swears that he's going to do one every time. I had to work hard to get you and Ben was easy I'm going to make a deal with him just tell him about the scoop tyre in future because we would like to know that and then that's fine okay but I will figure it out I will find a way to catch him also can you explain to people why dark chocolate is good who said that you yeah, it is chocolate makes happy <laughs> I'm not joking eating chocolate makes happy This but is. you said like dark chocolate only yeah, dark chocolate because the problem is the milk chocolate is full of sugar and shit and makes you fat and stuff like this and dark chocolate is a proper chocolate and what is in the real chocolate is what makes you happy and what makes gives you energy in some way because it's like yeah it gives you energy uh, Ben Watson MXGP of Pietram Nurata um, very good day 
probably your best day in a while, but then I feel like there's been quite a few good ones pre-ankle. But anyway, very good day, very good first moto. Just this is this is you. Like when people look back on your season and they think of the potential that you have or had, this is like the difference maker. This is what makes you different to the other rookies. The other rookies haven't done this. This is my point. Yeah, no, definitely a really positive day. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, the first race was one of the best I've felt for a long, long time. I mean, I don't feel like I went out there and did something really special today, but just was nice to just feel like myself again because I have had some, some issues with, uh, obviously, my ankle. And, yeah, it's just been one thing after another a little bit. Like, obviously, the big struggles in Turkey and then people just kind of remember you for your last race, you know, and, and that was the problem. Like, I was getting, not forgotten about, but, you know, my potential is there and I can ride a bike <laughs> good. So, uh yeah, I just needed to, to a few things to click into place just to feel like myself again. And even though my ankle is still not 100%, um, no, I definitely was able to, you know, ride to my ability and, and kind of do what I want again on the bike. That first moto, like, um, obviously, Os was your best race of the year. I think you were fifth in a the moto there, didn't you, second moto? But even then, like, it was a bit of a mix-up with, like, there was some lower top 10 guys up there like it was all a bit mis- mixed up whereas that first moto there was a clear these are the best riders in the series and then the rest and you were in the best riders in the series thing with a um a gap to everyone else like a clear gap so in your head was it a bit weird because like you were following prado you were following jeremy you were following caroli in your head were you kind of like fuck like do i go after them like i feel like i can go after them but like do i just settle for sixth and take this like it must have been a weird i guess everyone's got to go through that like transition of being like oh rah, it's jeremy sewer fuck him a hundred percent and and i was saying it in in the podcast like at the beginning of the year it just feels strange that i'm seeing the names like caroli and and sewer in front of me and that that's where my position is because yeah, I'm not used to that. Like, I've come from MX2, and although I was on the end winning some GPs and stuff, MXGP, honestly, the, the class is another level. It's incredible. Like, even today, the second moto, I finished ninth, but I honestly didn't take one second to, to breathe or relax. Like, I was just pushing so hard the whole race. Like, there was not one second you could just relax a little bit, and that's the difference. I just had a good start, and I had to get... I started, I think I was around ninth on the first lap, and then I had a good first few laps, um, got my way into to sixth straight away, and that was it. I was I actually came onto the back of Prado and, and Jeremy, like, early on, and then I was following for a little bit, and, yeah, I was riding around thinking, yeah, okay, this is meant, like, I enjoy it way more when I'm with these guys because, yeah, you just know that this is what everyone's looking at, and... So that was a real cool feeling, and, and yeah, okay, in the end, they, they got me a little bit, well, Jeremy did. Um, Prado had a few few little issues, I think, and, you know, towards the end was fading, and, yeah, I went over the line with him in the end, so that was a real cool motor, and I was definitely glad to, to get one of them under my belt again. I was wondering if you actually, like, because obviously last four laps you closed it on Prado quick. I was wondering if before that you kind of thought that it was impossible and just settled a little bit. Like, do you feel like maybe... If you'd pushed a little bit harder with five laps to go, you could have maybe made that pass and got top five. Yeah, because I think from the three of us, Jeremy was the stronger one. And then Prado was like holding him up a little bit. But because Jeremy was on his wheel and pushing, 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 
he didn't have time to relax and he was still putting in some strong laps. Um, if Jeremy got past him sooner, I think he would have like broke, yeah, way more more early. So in that it was just one of them. Like I ended up over the line with him, so it was one. I think one more lap and and I could have passed because I came quickly to him. I don't know really what was going on because obviously that's not usual for him. But yeah, whatever. That was was how it was. So it was, uh, yeah, still. You know, to go over the line with fifth was was cool. Uh, was it you riding your bike in qualifying or someone else? Uh, well, I was almost top ten again. So you're, you're a bit of a one lap guy nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. We can't forget about Sunday too much. I was, uh, yeah, we're not talking about last Sunday. <laughs> but no, uh, today qualifying was good. I like I came in and spoke to Glenn because Glenn was I think 16 today. And Did you have anything good to say about me in that conversation? <laughs> uh, no, sorry. <laughs> nothing's changed (laughs) and uh, he said oh yeah feeling good mate and I was like to be honest normal I mean I don't really feel like I did some crazy lap or did anything special just put a lap in with no mistakes and was nothing crazy and then it was yeah I was 10 for almost all of it and there was I think Tonus passed me on like like his last lap or something so no when I'm when I'm in the flow with the lap time and stuff like I can do it in Spain I did it once and here I've done it once but that was it for like the whole season otherwise it's been like honestly around the 20 mark the majority of the time so yeah I mean it, it helps obviously to set up a good day um, this track the start's really equal like you can go to the right to the left in the middle whatever you can get a good start from anywhere so typical like it's not really necessary at this track but Anyway, it's still nice just to to get a good feeling and set your day up. It wasn't necessary at this track, and then in Spain, you didn't really need it either because you were banged up. So really, yeah. if you could trade both of those for Latvia, that would be amazing. Yeah, 100%. Like, Latvia, the most important one. And then I'm, like, yeah, around the 20 mark. So, But like I said, yeah, it doesn't... You know, you go out and qualifying and you just try to put your best lap in, and that's it. Um, it's one thing that I've real, really struggled with, but it's nice... Now, the last couple of times I've had a, a good one, but yeah, Spain was definitely irrelevant to, to have a good lap time there with my ankle. This is um, this is where your qualifying isn't actually a problem, though, and you're going to be amazed now because I'm going to turn your qualifying times into a positive, which is just like improves my abilities. So Glenn goes, "Ah, oh, do you feel good?" Like, but you don't have you don't really have a feel good or a feel bad. You just have a riding. Yeah. Like. You're, it's not like, yeah, I felt good, yeah, I was hanging off the bike here, I was on the limiter here, oh, I had a sketchy moment there, and I just got across the line, and oh, I fucking pulled it off. You're just kind of like, no matter where you are, what track, what GP, who's there, whatever, you just kind of do your laps. I'm trying to sell Ben here, this is quite an important question. Yeah, but question. these questions are longer than his answers. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, he replied I've, to my text. Did you reply question. to my text? I have a good question. Ask him what he's going to do after dinner here today. Why? Just his plans. Ask him. <laughs> do I, can I finish my positive thing first? I was being nice and then you ruined it. Um, yeah, you just ride. Like, whereas people like Jeremy are loose as anything and almost killing themselves on a fast lap, you're, you're, you're just riding and, like, you're like, whatever lap you do, whether it's ninth place or 23rd, it's like, oh, I can do that lap 40, 40 times over. Whereas other people have this kill themselves thing and they're like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was very long. <laughs> that took five minutes. But No, no, but I'm just not the guy who, who like, puts a blindfold over their eyes and just sends it for one lap just for the qualifying um it is like my weakness and that's the same like the similar thing you see in the beginning of the races sometimes 
I'm just not crazy enough to, to match that speed. Just I need to be a lot looser because like in the beginning of the race to the end of the race, I'm always pretty similar. And from qualifying, like in my riding style, if you watch from the outside, my qualifying lap probably looks the same as like my race laps. So um, yeah, I just need to, to work on trying to up the intensity but under control like to the point where I feel good because as soon as I feel like I'm losing a bit of traction or like oh this could be a little bit sketchy then I'm just like bump my I drop the level just ever so slightly and you literally need to just look at the qualifying times it's like one second between 10 riders so you have like first to 10th is yeah one maximum 1.5 seconds then you go from 10th to 20th it's like again another second for example so it's crazy if you're just not quite feeling it or you're just not taking enough risk in a few sections, you're nowhere. Um, you're probably going to wonder why I'm saying this again, but after the interview on Sunday, I thought, eh, probably I could have, we should have done a better job of that. I know you haven't got anything sorted for next year. I'm not asking that, but I wanted to make it clear to people listening to this that when you're going, oh yeah, I haven't got anything signed, you're not like winking, nudging, like, hey, like straight up. There's no big secret here. There's no like, oh, can't tell anyone. You do not have anything signed. We're not. Pl- There's no games here. No, no. Like, I, I, yeah, I have nothing. Most more. riders is like a little, like, oh yeah, yeah I don't know what I'm doing next year, and yeah. And then, yeah, no, there some people are signing. They and people say you're signed with Kawasaki, and you're not. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to. I thought we should make that clear again. Yeah, like you go on Facebook and Instagram, you see so many rumors, and especially in the motocross paddock, like this time of year, yeah. when people are signing and. There's just so many rumours fly around and one person says one thing and that's it, like the whole paddock knows, so... No, like, I genuinely, I have no clue at all what my future holds. I don't know what I'm doing next year. The season's finished next Wednesday and, yeah, no clue, <laughs> no clue. Um, weird question, very weird question. I think I know what the answer's going to be. MXGP's quite good this year, quite exciting. Three riders, three rounds, three points. Um, copyright me that little slogan obviously you're out there obviously you're racing against these riders obviously first moto you were right with them is this like interesting to you though like are you interested to see how this goes are you like oh fuck oh fuck that happened like is there is this so good that as well as racing you're kind of like oh interested to see how this plays out or do you just like ah they're people I race against fuck them no 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 like it's amazing you just go on the phone after the race and like you see and look in the group chats or your mates just obviously watching the race live and they're all going on like how unbelievable the racing's been, especially this week and how the championship's so tight. I think for the sport, this is amazing because, you know, the last few years you've had Jeffrey just dominate and now like he's still dominating, but he's winning races by a couple of seconds over over the guys and I'm good friends with Fevra. Like I do some training with him and, and honestly, like if I was to say one guy who I want to win, I would say Fevra just because I'd be so happy for him. Like, the last world title was in 15 and then he's had a, a real rough run with injuries and stuff and he's just a bit of a fighter so that would be yeah nice to see you know from a, a friendly point of view but honestly like Jeffrey I watched the race back from last Sunday and when you watch what he's doing on the bike and, and how he makes it happen like it's truly incredible you have to give it to him and if he won the title I would say yeah you deserve that 100% and same for Tim like He's also had a few troubles this year with his collarbone and they're all, yeah, just not giving up and, and I think whatever the end result's going to be, whoever wins and, and whoever doesn't, like, 
they're going to be so disappointed. If 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 one of them three is is not world champion, they're going to be disappointed. Um, speaking of champions, that's going on. Very exciting, very tense. But there's also two points in it in the most interviews for the year thing, thing game yeah. competition. Now I'm going to win that. Well, you I feel like you provisionally won it, yeah. which is nice because Jeffrey isn't getting that one. He's very close. It's for, that's for battle. You and Jeffrey, it's like Ling all over again. Yeah, but no, no, no. I feel like won it. congrats. I have. I've won it because. Obviously, I'm I'm leading at the moment by two, by two, and then I've got my camper here at all the races, so that's it now. It's done. This deal. would be similar if you if you for whatever reason, like, didn't get this done, like you said about the riders, you would be like, oh no, so close. I'm very disappointed. I can't believe this. Yeah, I'd be absolutely gutted. I can tell by the, I can tell that by the tone of your voice. You sounded very you sounded very concerned. This is the only championship I'm in the running for this year, so I've got to send it 100. percent Well, this is what we will go to teams with. Like, yes. there's no like, Coldloff zero. He's he's not even on the board. Uh, Brian Sue's on the board. Like, this is good for you. Yeah, 100. percent No, I'm I'm going full send for this championship. I need something. Yeah, Jorge Prado, MXGP of Piatram Murata. Um, hey, I don't. How do you say it? Do you know how to say it? Piatram <laughs> Murata. It's very, impre- very impressive. I don't. You've got an Italian team. MXGP of Piatram Murata. I don't know. I'm foreign. Um, first of all, what is going on with your back? Because I don't. I feel like you shouldn't be racing because your back sounds quite serious. Yeah, well, I have two like uh, broken vertebrae, the L2 and L3. That's quite serious. So it's yeah, of course it's serious. Uh, at the beginning, they. They they told me it's just uh, you know muscle pain from the back lower back, but then I start riding. Well, I couldn't ride just before uh, coming here to Arco, and I went straight into the race. And after practice, you know, it was so painful. I say it's impossible. If it's some muscle issue, then after a couple of days, it, you kind of feel more relaxed or the muscle a bit a little bit more loose. But yeah. I still had pain. It looks like it didn't get better. So I, I went to the medical and they took uh, another scan and everything and. And they could see the fracture. So, um, so yeah, the good thing it's not getting worse if I ride. Of course, if I crash on it, then yes. But um, but yeah, it's not getting worse. So I I try to stay, you know, and, and ride and and do my best, even though it's uh, very very difficult. Like in the corners, I cannot um, let's say pull the leg up, you know, like put it up uh, because it's so painful in my back. And then also when the bike gets sideways, sideways, then it's very difficult to hold yeah. so actually I'm struggling quite a lot a lot I'm not even 60% you know so uh, I'm still fighting a lot uh, but this year looks like you know I come out of one injury I kind of feel a bit better again and I just get into another one I mean there's always a reason for everything and I think this is just not my year and uh, I'm just fighting through it and you know I cannot do anything I just give my 100% like always and that's it I'm guessing you don't care about finishing fourth or fifth in a championship. Like that's not your goal. No. I'm guessing you really don't care. So have you thought about like taking time off with your back? Like why are you racing? <laughs> because it's a serious injury. And you, if you said to anyone like, "Yeah, I'm not racing," everyone would go, "Of course!" Like you've got really bad back injury. So why are you here? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> no, you're gonna think about that now. <laughs> no, but I mean, I um, it's not getting worse. So. If at least I can do some top fives and stay top five in the championship, it's better than eight, you know. So just for that, and uh, uh, and that's it. Just for that reason, and I want to. I like this sport, so I want to ride my bike. And of course, uh, I I can't crash because I would make it worse. So actually, the crash from first as uh, yeah first motor the other day wasn't wasn't good for that because I land again on my back and and today again. 
So uh, yeah, it looks like the lag is also not so much on my side. In some side, yes, because then of course in that crash I could yeah. have made it worse, but I actually didn't hurt myself. So it's uh, yeah, a lot going on actually. The crash where you actually injured your back, someone told me it was like really bad, like a really, really big crash. Uh, pff, no. Okay. No, People I lie to me. It was like coming into stop jump, yeah. like a wall jump. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, they put some water in the ramp and so it was very slippery. And I come in and I lost the front. So I actually like jump in slow motion without the bike, yeah. but I land flat with my back on the ground. Okay. So actually it was, the speed wasn't that high, yeah. but it was just the, uh, coming like, I don't know, three and a half meters yeah. down just on my back. So, so yeah, that was, that was it. Actually I jumped without the bike and I land on my back. Sounds a lot like your crash in the first moto on Sunday. Like, you landed no, on your back no, again? No, a different crash. I mean, on, I think this one was bigger. You think? Well, to be fair, did they even get it on TV? Because I've all I've seen is you, like, landing. Yeah, just the... Not the full crash, just, oh, okay. like, half. You know, when I hit it and I kind yeah, of yeah. walk uh, down, that's what I saw. But it was a big hit. I, I lost the back, and then it, it kind of pushed me into the other side, like, sideways. But yeah. I don't know how. I just got out of the bike, you know? I just flew. <laughs> well, there you go. That's some luck on your side. Like, yeah. it's not all bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe could have been worse so uh, yeah I'm lucky with that crash how are you um how are you feeling mentally because October has been a um October has been an interesting month for you uh, lots happened not much of it good apart from Spain Spain was the bright point of uh, October the rest of it shit ah, this and the best race of your life with a beautiful pass yeah <laughs> I mean ha. Huh. Come on, it's, uh, it's, it's been so difficult lately. I'm coming, like I said, out of one injury. I kind of feel good again. Like it, just after Spain, my arm was a bit better and I crashed on the third lap in the practice. So uh, getting again injured and, and fighting again through the pain. I'm, I'm just tired about that. So actually mentally, I'm just tired a little bit of fighting and uh, not getting uh, something back, you know, because uh, I've been putting so much work and... And for example, in Tershendal there, I was, I think, my best uh, physical and mentally in the best part of the season. And actually, on, on points, I was not bad. I was there. I was in the fight. And, uh, and then, I, you know, crash and, and all these things. I was so many times so close for the, like, second year championship, third year championship, but always so close yeah. to, the, uh, to the leading, uh, uh, like, to the red plate, let's say. So, huh, always setbacks and I need to fight through it. Um, Actually, when I get on the bike mentally, I feel like to win because that's maybe how I am, a positive uh, guy, and I make a whole shot and I don't care if my bike is bad. I, I, I go for the win. If I can do it good, if I can't, then I give my 100% and that's it like I did today. So, uh, yeah, that's tough, tough year, I need to say. I'm uh, obviously, like we said, fourth or fifth in the championship doesn't really matter. Like, it is what it is. I'm guessing there's no difference for you with, like, you're not getting a bonus for fourth place in the championship, are you? I'm guessing no. your bonuses are top three only. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I don't race for the money. So I just race because I like it. And, well, I don't like, you like it. it. You don't I like love, it now. <laughs> I, I love I love motocross, so I don't really race for the money. I don't I don't care. I don't even look about to that, like to the numbers. So I don't look about that. I don't care. I just like the sport and I just start uh, riding motocross because I love it and I continue because I just love it. Yeah. So there's, that's the only reason. Uh, last thing, we've got three rounds to go. Have you got any goals, anything that would make you happy? Like, I'm guessing it's not possible for you to win GPs with your current yeah. body. But do you have anything in mind where you're like, well, if I can get one more podium or if I can just uh, do something? I think, you know, maybe podium it's possible still. Um, I don't think here in Arco, but 
maybe in Mantova one more week of rest and and we'll see. Um, hopefully in Mantova, you know, just like a podium to get um, out of the season with um, with a good feeling in the in the body. Even though I know I'm there, and that's very important because obviously if I'm not riding like even 60% and I can do a top five, means that my level is there, you know. So um, so yeah, I just. I just want to spray some champagne. <laughs> um, I can't believe I forgot. This would have been bad of me. I just spoke to Jonas and he said that the second moto thing was a racing incident and just no one's fault, one of those things. Um, I, do you think the same? <laughs> I mean, he is always riding a little bit crazy, you know, also the lap before, like, like I don't know, some strange moves, but it's also racing. Everybody's different. Everybody race, races his own race and, and that's uh, what they want. So, uh, I mean, this was a bit weird. I think if I would be good, like physical good, I would not crash because I would put the leg and go. But just, I cannot put my leg out. So I just, yeah, I wasn't strong enough in that point to hold on. And, and I think he was just opening the throttle and he even lost it a little bit before, I think, the front. And and just with all his weight and the bike, and I just couldn't hold on. And I just, uh, yeah, I just crashed. And that was it for the race. I mean, I couldn't stand up quick enough. Also, the bike was in a position where I had to, you know, do a lot of power with my bag, and I had to wait to to get some uh, free space to, you know, stand up. And uh, and then I start last. So what's the reason? I mean, I better heal, and I don't stress the body even more by racing for no points. So, so that's it. Okay, uh, Paul Jonas, uh, MXGP appeared around Madrata. Um, this is like your participation award because you're not happy with your 14th overall. But f- I don't know what's going on. It's like you've inherited Jeffrey's Black Cloud. But since we've gotten here, you just can't stay out of trouble, which is a problem. Work on that. Yeah, it's, it's been crazy, you know, like uh, also now 14th place, you know, uh, the best. Actually, yeah, this might be your like, first 14th place ever. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, like, like my girlfriend said, yeah, when you look from the positives, that's like the... The worst result of the year, so it's something the best, you know. So, uh, I don't think that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not very good. But uh, yeah, overall, it was just uh, just a bad day, you know. We'll need to work on the starts to get. It's here. If you don't get a really good start, you know, the first turn carnage and everything, it's it's quite crazy, you know. And uh, first moto, <laughs> I crashed in the second turn, like yeah, with few riders. Then I got up and crashed two corners later by myself. So I was like, what is going on now? And then uh, I was already quite far behind the group, so to catch up to them was quite difficult. Now, not difficult, but took some time. Yeah. And then also second race was feeling actually pretty good. The start wasn't that bad. And uh, yeah, I was battling with Jorge and then I tried to cut under him in one of the corners and, and catch his rear wheel and we both went down. So uh, yeah, that was pity, you know, and I've uh, been crashing too much lately. So just <laughs> need to stay out of the trouble and then we'll be all right. Um, did he say anything to you when you were down on the, uh, in that turn? Because I saw he obviously put his hand up. Did you have a conversation at all? <laughs> no, I, I did yell in Spanish? I, I didn't hear what he said, but probably he said something, you know, with a hand gesture. That would have been very nice. No, 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 that wasn't too nice. But, uh, yeah, you know, like, he's a tough guy to pass. And, uh, you know, I got obviously a bit frustrated already behind him. And there, you know, it was... I would say there it was not like no one's fault yeah. really you know I just tried to cut under him and he just stopped in that moment exactly so I touched his rear wheel you know and uh, just racing incident speaking of crashes what the hell happened on Sunday because 
you were just by yourself having a lovely time and then decided to do a front flip. It was kind of, I'll tell you what it looked like. It looked like your crash from Tushintal on oh, yeah. the... On the husky, because yeah. like you were just randomly going and then front flip. <laughs> but that was more impressive in torture. Yeah, this one wasn't as cool. How, how many how many views you have on your That's page? I wonder how many followers you gained. You must have gained quite a few followers on that as well. Like that video comes up uh, quite often yeah. on my feed, so and it's over a million now. Yeah, probably because it was quite impressive <laughs> one. Uh, but yeah. never again, though. <laughs> Hopefully not. You know, like every time when I go there, I'm like intuition to riding. I'm like, just don't do like years before but uh here also it was just it felt like someone uh put the wire there or whatever i don't know uh, but yeah i just the front wheel started to slide a bit and uh, catch the next braking bump and just front flip it happened so fast and when i got up i was like okay that was uh i feel nothing so it's good when you see the video it looks quite impressive also actually <laughs> it just looks like you're doing like a movie stunt or something stupid yeah but even like me with the riding it just yeah it caught me off guard, you know, I was going there and like, whoa, and I'm on the ground already. I'm like, what, what, what was that, you know, but yeah, weird. <laughs> um, your fifth in the first moto today was more like your season. You're not a 14th place rider, you're a fifth place rider. Um, and actually, off the back of that first moto, a few people have said to me today, oh, you know, Paul's has been quite good this year. And I'm like, yeah, no, like, <laughs> you have had a really good season. Quiet, maybe, but you have had a really good season. Yeah, overall, like, let's take out this race <laughs> and then the season has been pretty okay you know okay, yeah still i made i've made a few mistakes too much yeah. but uh overall it's been pretty good and you know uh considering i didn't race almost at all last year and uh just get back into racing r racing rhythm and everything like uh it's been pretty good like i've been feeling good and uh also with the bike and the team so uh it's just, let's say, a building year, yeah. if you can say that. Yeah, it's weird. It, um, it's already on the paper. It's my third year in uh, MXGP, but it's it's been a good building year. And I think, uh, yeah, now I know where I need to work on to be better even next year. Because, you know, like once the racing starts, it's difficult to improve a lot during the season. But, uh, yeah, there are a few things to work on. And I think uh, next year, uh, we, together with the team, we can yeah battle more often for podiums last question weird question i don't I, i'll try you with this question um mxgp is quite good this year and especially now there's three riders in the championship separated by three points do you pay attention to that are you interested in that do you like are you interested to see what's going on with that or do you not care and to you they're just rivals and you really should be beating them well like uh for me i don't pay too much attention to that but I think it's really good for the sport yeah. overall because, uh, yeah, three riders are so close in the in points. I don't know uh, how much, how many three points. Three points. Three points, three riders, three rounds. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's see, now you're interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but <laughs> it's, it's really impressive because, like, yeah, they told me after the first race because Jeffrey yeah. had a problem there that uh, Ferro was leading the championship. I was like, okay, now it's getting interesting and by one point. And I think it has been like that for many, many years. Yeah, like when you think about it, MXGP has been quite boring for a long time. Like, this is kind of like American... Like, this is what you get in America. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, for me, you said, like, yeah, I've been getting pretty good results. But when you see, like, years before, last five, six GPs, it was, let's say, easy to get top yeah. fives because, like, five top guys were out. But this yeah, yeah. year, everyone is still there. Okay, some riders have small injuries or whatever, 
but still everyone is there and everyone is going for it so it's really difficult to get those top fives uh, or even top three yeah like, i think that's where riders like you like that's where your people aren't appreciating how fast you're going and how good you're riding because like like you say normally by now 50% of the paddock would be injured, no one would be here, and your fifth place in Moto 1 would be a second. And everyone would go, oh, he's second, look at that. But people don't understand that you're probably, you're actually riding better than that, but just this is basically as deep as round one, so the results are just as hard as round one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because, you know, like in my rookie year in MEGP, uh, when he went to the last three GPs, there was almost no one there, you know? Like, it was really weird, so... Uh, now everyone is still there and uh, I think it's yeah it doesn't happen so often and like again it's really good for a championship and I think for spectators and just the people who follow motocross from far I think it's really cool to see. Yeah, Dylan Wright, MXGP of Pietram Durata or something like that it's close <laughs> enough. Um, second MXGP round for you, uh, improvement on Sunday I think and but to be honest Sunday was really good as well like I feel like you're definitely making an impression through two rounds and you got free to go so like you've got to be stoked yeah yeah i think i'm i'm happy uh happy and you know i kind of left my second motors a little bit on the table somewhat <laughs> just um uh, getting taken out on the first weekend on the second moto uh, and then today um just kind of got stuck while i was kind of working towards uh the top 10 but um you know it, it kind of is what it is i kind of got stuck behind Guy valentin guion yeah. And then every time I kind of go to try and make something happen, I'd get smashed by the guy behind me, and then I'd, you know, pass them back. So I think I passed a couple guys probably three or four times, you know, trying to kind of work my way through. But um, it's kind of the nature of the track. If you ride the inside, uh, you force the other guy to open the door. So it's... Uh, it's definitely pretty good. And then today, the Sakamoto, I ended up like Lupino kind of got into me and bent my rear brake. So I had no rear brake for like four laps or whatever. But, you know, what? whatever. I, I had fun. You know, the track's pretty gnarly at the Sakamoto. So it's uh, it's fun. It's good. I'm impressed you've got a lot of the European names down. So that's already impressive. Yeah. Um, I think we need to go back to the beginning. Why are you here? Obviously, Nations, you've impressed at the Nations. I think you're a name over here. Like, Everyone yeah. kind of knows what you've done in Canada. You've got a bit of a following. So how did you end up here and why have you ended up here? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like Donations, um, it was my first outdoor race in Europe. I did Geneva or whatever, Supercross before, but first outdoor race. And I think I showed some speed and um, kind of got the interest of a couple teams to maybe come back over. They need guys to fill in or whatever. Um, but then, uh, you know, sponsors kind of conflict because I'm still under contract yeah. in Canada and, you know, all the... All the fine details, you know, where it kind of, um, it kind of, where it kind of is what it is. So, um, actually, my team on a Canada GDR Fox Racing from Canada was like, well, you know, we could probably do it because I saw my bike over here from Nation, so we left it here, um, and then we kind of talked with Gordon uh, from Honda of Europe and uh, to kind of figure out what the best option would be. And then um, I actually met Livia at Geneva. Um, Supercross and she kind of mentioned if I ever needed anything you know while I'm over here to kind of give her a call so um, my team manager from back home Derek got in touch with uh, with her and I mean here we are uh, I have a mechanic from their team you know they're giving me a place to kind of be and giving me some parts and some tools and stuff when I, whenever I need them or whatever so it's um, it's been pretty good that's how it kind of came about and for me coming over it was just for fun man um, a lot of people are like, oh, is there any money involved? I'm like, for me, no, there's no money involved. It's just fun, actually. It's costing me some money, but, um, you know, whatever. For me, it's the experience. Um, Canada's been great to me the last few years with winning three championships in a row, and 
Um, I wanted to come experience, you know, what it was like over here. It's always been kind of a dream of mine since I was a kid to, you know, race the GPs and race the outdoors where it's kind of the gnarliest tracks and the guys in the world. So um, for me, it was more, you know, just kind of getting the experience and maybe bringing a few tricks back to Canada, you know. So is your bike and bike setup basically exactly the same as what you brought to the nations? Or is it a bit more European now? Well, it kind of, it's, well, it's still the same, really. I made some adjustments um, where I could, you know, moving forks and kind of stiffening up some stuff and uh, with the high speed and compression and stuff. So just making clicker changes, but... Uh, I'm finding that my setup from Canada is not necessarily ideal, especially come late in the second moto, uh, where it's super holed out and it gets gnarly. So um, it's something we're going to be working on the next few days, maybe trying to build a different shock and stuff to get me a little bit more comfortable because my speed is kind of from 8 to 10 at the moment. It's just I need to start there. Um, so I'm going to go practice some starts on the on the grate because obviously we don't have that in Canada. So um, it's kind of taking some getting used to for me because I'm not used to it. But um, I just need some better starts because coming from 20th to try and get in the top 10 all the time is not fun. What I kind of said to people before you came or guessed is I was like, I think he can do top 10. I'm pretty confident that he can be a top 10 rider, but definitely top 13, 14. Like, yeah. I'm guessing you kind of had similar expectations. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, um, top 10 is kind of my goal. Um, you know, I want to put it in the top 10 for everybody. And I'm, I'm close. I just need to kind of make it happen. Um, but with a start and make my life a little bit easier but yeah i mean i kind of assumed i'd be you know maybe for the first couple rounds here you know 10 to 13 14 kind of where i have been a little bit um <laughs> i just i know my speed's where it needs to be for top 10 so that's kind of what we're pushing towards but um I'm, I'm happy i'm having fun um you know hanging out with the hrc crew and everything it's it's great i meet new people new connections and you know what i'm having a good time you couldn't have picked a more european gp to start with like this is i don't know if there's another track like this in europe let alone the world um very hard pack very tight very narrow very stony just very european mm -hmm. so how much of adjustment has that been because obviously like i say i had high expectations for you after qualifying on sunday i was like ah, oh, okay like this is a really different track maybe it's oh, gonna yeah, take yeah. some getting used to but based on the motos you've kind of jumped right in and gotten on with it yeah um yeah totally hear what you're saying on the european track it's basically yeah like you say as european as it gets um we're used to like you know more ruts yeah. and stuff whereas here it's you know you got the inside or the outside and you're kind of all over the place um so i think it, you know it's different but for me it's it's cool it's some somewhere new to ride and it's good practice for me to bring back home to um you know with the rocks and stuff because there's some friggin ledges out there where i'm like I'm coming up i'm like there's no there's not even dirt here it's just rock but what uh, is road racing yeah, yeah 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 exactly but um you know it's fun and and uh i'm enjoying it i guess like that's where mantua this has actually worked out quite nicely because you can learn here you can mess around with a bike you can get used to everything mantua is more of a universal track like and you've ridden there before yeah so i feel like mantua is where maybe you can really make a bit of a splash yeah i mean um obviously with my qualifying and kind of hasn't been helping my starts but i haven't actually normally been a great qualifier in the past so um <laughs> funny story actually on the first weekend i was like you know qualifying went shit yeah. and uh, i was worried <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. well i was a little bit too but i always know that kind of you know i always pick up the pace in the motos for the, the guy next to you on the start had a duct tape numbers on his yeah, back yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah it wasn't it definitely wasn't ideal it wasn't great um but then you know rolled out i got 13th the first moto which is pretty good i worked yeah. my way up to 13th my speed was pretty good and then 
I went to line up for Moto 2. I'm thinking it's like the U.S. or yeah. Canada. Like, oh, I get 13th gate pick. Like, I'll be in a way better spot. So then I, like, the 250 podium's going on. Yeah. I, like, rolled my bike to kind of back it into 13th spot. I'm like, hey, this guy's in my spot. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? So then uh ended up, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of goes off qualifying. I'm like, oh, qualifying's that important here. Gotcha. All right. You were a real tourist at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right, noted. I'm going to go I'm gonna go back over to the other side or outside, you know. Um, whereas, like, today went a little bit better. But um, it's just tough. These guys are so used to, you know, full send for one lap. Whereas, like, normally for me at home, you know, I don't, I don't need to do that. You know, I go out and qualifying. I get the bike where I need to be for the motos. Um, whereas here you kind of need to put your balls on the line for a lap and, you know, kind of full send. So, um, it's coming, it's an improvement today, but, um, you know, I'm a, like in qualifying, like 0.5 of a second, I'd be where, where I need to be on the start. So it's kind of like, I just need to do it and execute it. But I think with the changes that I think I'm going to make, I might be able to make my life a little bit easier. Is that the, um, is that the biggest shock to you so far to one lap speed or is there something else that was kind of the biggest, uh, wake up call? Uh, well, I knew the aggression, obviously, from uh, MXON. I was like, man, these guys are not afraid to put you on the ground. Whereas, like, normally in Canada, we're fairly nice to each other, you know. Uh, they speak different languages. Yeah, so they yeah, mean- yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, I'm probably the new guy on the block, so they probably don't really like me, um, which is fine. I would be the same way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the one lap speed in qualifying is definitely something I need to get used to. You know, like, they don't care if they crash in qualifying, whereas I'm like, ah, you know, the ground here is pretty hard. I'm going to try and stay off of it. Um, but, yeah, it's just something i got to get used to. And, yeah, like you say, they all speak different languages. I don't know anybody. Those guys out there, I'm like, I don't even know who they are. Um, you well, know, I'm impressed you know so many names already. Yeah, well, I see it on the back, and then I kind of see it on the roster a little bit. Okay, yeah. Um and then there's, I mean, Lupino hit me pretty hard. So obviously, you took note of that yeah, one. Yeah. I was like, all right, noted. Like, uh, we got three more rounds here, so I'll get him back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's good. I, I met a lot of people, so yeah. it's good. Um, I think you're under contract with GDR for next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, still under contract for 2022, I guess it yeah. would be. Um, but I, yeah. I th- okay, I'll, yeah. I'll cut straight to it. I think you need to be here. I think you're good enough to be here. I think you can get on a good satellite team here. That's, I guess that's in the back of your mind. Like, that's kind of the plan for the future, if not next year, the future. Or yeah, I mean, I think so. Obviously, I'm super loyal to my team slash family. I've been with them for five <laughs> or six years now, so like we're pretty tight. And I th- it's been in discussions. You know, if I ever got something over here, you know, to make the switch, um, it's always kind of been a possibility. Um, but because we're so close, you know, we have these discussions yeah. before I even came over. Um, and like for me, I try not, not even to think about it while I'm over here, you know, just go out and ride, do yeah. the best I can, no pressure, like whatever, just, you know, try and put my name on the map a little bit. And I feel like I have, um, but I think if I get a, you know, move up a couple more positions, it'll be a little bit better. But yeah, like you say, I mean, I probably could earn myself a ride over here. It's just a matter of kind of logistics and, you know, kind of getting it done. Was there never any talk of you um, filling in at HRC? Because they were looking for fill-ins at the beginning of the season. And I even said to them, like, there's a Honda rider in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> you should get him over. And I was like, he wears Fox gear even. Right. <laughs> like, perfect. Like, was there yeah. never a discussion that? Because to me, like I say, the Fox gear, it all works. It seems like the perfect fit. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, HRC is kind of a family, right? With the US yeah. here, Canada a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it definitely was a talk. Because right after... Mantova, um, I had a couple teams, you know, come ask me because they needed filling guys yeah. too. Um, so I was like kind of weighing my options a little bit um, to see, 
Because at that point, I was like, I'm coming over for the last five. I'm going to do it, or five or six. I did. I was going to try and make it to Spain because the track looked sick, but um, didn't end up making it, but whatever. Um, so I knew I was going to come over. It was just kind of logistically. So we talked with HRC a little bit, um, like with Lars from the U.S., who then, you know, with Gordon and HRC Japan and stuff like that, because obviously you kind of need clearance to ride their bike and stuff like that. Um, so we were, it was kind of all looking like it was going to happen but then mitch got cleared from the doctor to ride and then it was like they didn't know when he was coming back so it'd be like why put me on the bike for two weekends and then have to switch me back like it kind of wouldn't have been fair for anybody in that situation so then it kind of you know kind of fell through a little bit uh now it doesn't look like he's going to be riding i guess but um you know, Damn it. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but i mean you know it's comfortable i'm riding my own bike but obviously my setup's not ideal right now um but we're working on it uh, last thing, career-wise, uh, say you had the same offer to go to MXGP as America. Like, would MXGP be your preference? Like, is America on your radar as well? Like, where do you kind of lie with that? Yeah, I feel like they both are a little bit. Um, <laughs> obviously, here, I think I'm more of a motocross guy. So to go to the U.S., you need to ride Supercross. Um, so I'm more of a motocross guy, but I would, you know, if it's a good offer either way, I would kind of, you know, kind of take either or. But it, like, say if it's probably the same offer, I'm probably coming over here just because... Um, like you say, I don't have to learn a whole new uh, thing with Supercross. And, I mean, here I feel like the guys are, you know, kind of more my style, you know, wide open and see what happens. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I like, I like, you know, I'd like to come discover Europe and stuff a little bit. I've done a little bit of traveling over here when I can and just in Italy. And I like it. And, you know, it might be cool for me to, you know, come discover the world a little bit more. Jed Beaton. MXGP of Pietram Murata. Fuck, that was Italian. Oh, I had a little roll there. Um, look, before we get into the day, we, we, I've missed this twice now. Do you feel like you're an aggressive person? Me? Yeah, nah. yeah, just as a, do you feel like you're an aggressive person? Got anger issues? No, I feel like I'm pretty calm. Do you think I'm aggressive? Well, I didn't think you did, but I've seen videos of you and Renault, and I was like, oh, one incident. Who knows? Who knows that we'll go 50-50. They're probably both to blame. I go on social media after Sunday. Social media sound like a lot. I go on Instagram after Sunday, and there you are again, just having fits with Fernandez. Like, and like you know, there's a common theme here, and it's you. I mean, in the way, like, uh, yeah. Um, you gonna punch I, me now? Or? Uh, I can if you want. No, I mean, I mean, yeah. It's um, I don't know. It's like obviously when you're in qualifying, there's a lot of guys on the track and stuff like that. It gets frustrating at times for everyone I'd say uh, I mean when yeah when you're on a hot lap and it's the last sector of the th of the thing and someone deliberately messes it up yeah I'm obviously not happy and then uh, yeah I mean it's not a reoccurring thing I just uh, yeah. it's fine it's fine we're having we're, we're all fun we're having fun this is fun um, but they saw us so Fernandez got in your way I saw that on TV I never saw what started the Renault thing I mean it was two weeks ago but you know yeah. Well, Apple started that one. Yeah, kind of, kind of same thing. Yeah. So you're the you're the victim. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Just do the hug or? I yeah, I can. I just bullied or yeah, a little bit, <laughs> little bit bullied. So um, nah. I mean, I don't give a fuck if they're in the way. I move them out of the way. That's just uh, how it happened. And then uh, yeah, he didn't like it, so he tried to run it in on me the next turn, and yeah, he ended up crashing himself. So I mean, that was funny. Was, I laughed. I mean, uh, he felt like a bit of. I don't know what he felt like, but obviously the, there was a bit of uh, anger there on his side. There was anger on my side. So, I mean, in the end, it's, uh, it was bound to happen. But, uh, yeah, 
I mean, I don't give a fuck about it, so it doesn't matter. Um, okay, uh, back to normal interview. <laughs> I mean, that was really why <laughs> the only reason I came here, so cheers. <laughs> um, Alright, I'll fuck same, off. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, uh, same day, first moto, bad start. Uh, we had a weird part, I didn't even see what caused that pile up, I don't really know how that happened. Um, and then second moto was better, but that's, that's a theme. Uh, same old, same old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said last week, I pretty much sound like a fucking broken record. I think the that went through my head today. You yeah. saying that the people that are that are listening, I think they're getting a bit sick of hearing the same old shit from me. But um, I mean, yeah, it's it is what it is. Um, in the first race, uh, Guardanini and I like hit quite early off the start, like probably one meter in front, and we we're both at the back, um, and we we're like coming through, and then yeah, he made a mistake before the the uphill after the finish line and he's he like slid out on the up ramp and i clipped his bike and then when i got up there was just like yeah five ten guys down i was like what the fuck happened there but i mean imagine people would have clipped my bike clipped his bike so it was just like on the up ramp i'd say and then yeah ended up picking myself up coming back through a little bit and then uh yeah i I crashed once more and uh myself like the downhill after it in the right hander so um I mean, that was just a fucking write-off, that mud. I didn't really... Uh, I mean, I was obviously frustrated about it, but, I mean, there was nothing I can really do. You know, I, I crashed myself, had a, um, had a real shit uh, start, so, I mean, it was all snowball effect, pretty much. I just... People give me grief over this. Like, what am I, what am I meant to do? Like, should we go and bend in the fields? Uh, uh, <laughs> Second moto, I thought the win was yours. You were, there was what, like lap four or something. You were a second and a half quicker than anyone else on track. And I was like, whoo! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I felt pretty comfortable, but um, it's just, like I said, a little bit like a broken record. If you're not there at the start, it's hard to make up the time. He's really got a town on us, see Jesus. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's, he's coming closer as he, as he speaks. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's um, second moto, yeah, obviously felt comfortable, but, um, I mean, just to even try and close that gap, I was that's what my aim was to do. So then I, um, yeah, I was trying hard to close it, and then at the end, I mean, it was just fucking a little bit frustrating for me because the gap's already there. So it's, um, yeah, it's hard to pull it back in on it, if you know what I mean. It's like... Uh, they get a good start it's like a five to ten second gap but to be five seconds a lap faster than someone it's almost impossible especially on a track like this um and yeah i mean the lines change every lap so i'm so i think like it's quite hard to be like fully consistent around here but um no i felt good and i i was kind of thinking myself maybe i can go for a win here but in the end what do you do it was um yeah I mean, I wasn't there at the start, so it's also my fault to uh, to do that. I need to work the starts a little bit more and uh, be right there straight away, and then I feel like I can challenge for it. You're running into these consistent issues in like the first motor and stuff. Is it at a point now where like you're almost sat on the line in the first motor, and in your head you're like, right, I can't have that happen again. Like, are you going in fresh every time, or is like the past experiences playing on your mind a little bit? No, I mean it's not. It's not playing on my mind at all. I don't. I really don't care. Right? I feel like at this point he's just saying gutted everything. Yeah, like, I, feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's just doing it the fish off now. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, it's shit happens, and we're we are racing motocross. So I mean, you can't really 
help what happens. Um, and yeah, for me, it's just... Um, yeah, you're gonna jam that fucking thing up his ass in a minute. Or you what? see, like you know, I do a post on Instagram of like everyone who's in the thing. Someone commented after Sunday, like, "Oh, there's no photo of an air gun." It's like, what do you want from me? Like, I'm just trying my best. It's like you today. I'm trying my best. Like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like no, no one will fucking listen to this anymore after this. Fine. I mean, but, I haven't heard half the stuff he said. I, I'm a great interview. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's a bit difficult, but yeah, it is what it is. Last thing, because I'm, I'm out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care anymore. I don't care. Um, you making progress for next year? I asked you in Spain. Are we almost signing? I mean, right now it's still no, but I mean, I think stuff's starting to come a little bit closer because uh, at the moment, like I said, it's still the same thing. I'm, I trust my manager to do that now, and I try not to focus on it too much. And he's he's more more or less uh, working on it. So. Um, yeah. yeah, Tom Vial, MXGP of Piatram Murata. Um, first of all, I'm very happy that you're stood here. You've got no cast on, you've got no sling on. It looks like you're okay, which it didn't look like that in Moto2. So is everything good? Yeah, everything, let's say, not perfect, but uh, everything not so bad. After the crash, I had a massive crash. Uh, with, I think it's not on the TV. Nobody filmed, so that's a little bit shit. <laughs> but uh, no, I had a massive crash and I told my arms was broken. Yeah. So... Um, we check scanner and everything, and everything is all right. It's just a little bit of muscle, and should be okay in two, three days. The muscle need to recover. And um, I hurt a little bit my ankle. Uh, since Turgental, I twist my ankle in Turgental. Oh, really? Yeah, and yeah, I didn't really say uh, everything was okay since then. And uh, now I touch, uh, touch again, let's say. And I have a little bit pain, but not nothing big, let's say. What actually happened with that crash then? Did you... Were you on the outside and you hit that bank? Because I saw quite a few people got squirrely coming off of that. Yeah, it was... I mean, let's say we started the moto and Maxim was pushing really hard. And uh, for sure, we went to the uphill. He went inside, I went outside. And uh, I don't know, he had maybe... A, I didn't really see him because I was really focused on my line, but he had a mistake for sure. He lost a lot of time on the uphill and I believed that I could go uh, with my speed from the outside. And I went really fast on top. And at the last moment, he really closed on me. So we, uh, we had a, quite a big impact yeah. because me, uh, they st my bike stopped straight away. So I really hurt my, my twist on the underbar and him went outside of the track yeah. from the outside. So it was, was quite a big impact. And there I hurt a lot of my arms. Oh, so I, already when you crash a yeah. second time, you're already like not no, no, best. I, I think I crashed because of my arms. I had a lot of pain. I couldn't break for two laps. Yeah. I couldn't uh, feel my, my finger, you know, to break. So I say, yeah, and I say, oh, I need to, to take it easy. And I was just not focused and I had a massive crash. I think it's a long time I didn't have, I think, yeah, nobody, like I say, nobody filmed yeah. it. But it was it was huge crash and I really hurt the floor. And I, yeah, hurt again my ankle a little bit. But yes, was, I think, yeah, a mistake for me a little bit. I mean, also, yeah, might a little bit 50-50, but... I should have stayed calm and stay so gone and see uh, with with Maxim if it was fast or not and pass later. I still need to learn, you know. It definitely, um, obviously, that battle with Maxim was entertaining for a little bit. It definitely feels like Maxim is very focused on beating you and proving that he's better than you. Like, do you feel that? Yeah. Like, it's definitely like when he came onto the podium in Spain and did the whole thing with a finger. Like, very focused yeah, on yeah. you. Yeah, you know, I kind of understand actually yeah. because since I'm back from Turkey I win almost every moto so I win a lot of GP 
I mean, yeah, since actually I was thinking since um, since the last moto in Turkey, if we don't count the yellow flag in Germany, yeah. I win almost everything. I lose only one time in, in Spain in second moto. I win every single yeah. moto. So I can understand, you know, when you're leader of the championships, you want to, to prove that you are you are good. And I will, I will, I think will, I can understand him, but yeah, in this, that second moto, I knew that Maxim will pass me. I mean, he will try everything to pass me. When he passed me, I just found this opportunity to, ah, yeah, the mistake, maybe I can pass. Yeah. was a little bit too tight and I need to learn for the future. Also for next year, I think I talk a little bit with Joel and he explained me, yeah, that's, for sure bad I lose again points with Yago in the championships I think it's 14 or 15 yeah. points it's not so much but um, to stay calm you know when those things happen it's, it's not easy to um, I just wanted to pass back first mistake I say I go yeah. and was a little bit too too soon maybe maybe this is dumb but um, after the first moto you were one point behind second in the championship yeah. at that point obviously Maxime is a long way ahead it was 84 yeah. points I think but anything was possible so in your head were you like well i've got to just stay here and yeah. stay in it because who knows maybe something happens yeah. and maybe i win this I thing still, i still believe it's possible you know if of course if maxim finish on the moto not yeah. possible but if something happened so that's a little bit why i saw him i say i need to pass back and to fight you know and it was a little bit too much i should have weighed but yeah we are not so far and maxim lately has not doing so good since a few gp and okay in spain was good but little bit, uh, yeah. especially here in Italy, not so good. So we feel for sure pressure and I want to push him. And that's what I did. And um, yeah, you know, I tried my best and I did maybe a little bit too much today in second moto to push a little bit too much. Uh, last thing, I just realized I haven't spoken to you since your new contract, which Red Bull KTM don't give four-year contracts to anyone. Like you have to be quite good to get a four-year contract from KTM. Yeah. So really happy with that. That's your future yeah. mapped out. I guess like that's the best thing you could hope for. Yeah, you know, um, the deal was actually before the before the season starts. So, oh really? <laughs> yeah, we just didn't say it, but I already signed in the winter. So I wanted to be to be clear. I want to continue. I'm still young, you yeah. know. I, I'm gonna turn actually tomorrow, 21. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, tomorrow is my birthday, 28 October. So I will turn 21 and I send until I will have 24 and yeah. 24. So I just want to, to stay with KTM is one. We all know one of the best team in, in the paddock. And um, we decide to do one more year to 50 because, of course, we want a second title. And I still can learn like today, I think, you know, uh, maybe I can learn uh, those, those things before moving up to, uh, to 450. And I want also to be ready uh, in 450. And then I send three years in 450 because I feel like two years is little bit short yeah. I mean uh, we know for 50 is, is difficult one I will be young I will be 22 and moving up to 450 so we all know that for example Jeffrey team and Fev are pretty old like Jeffrey has 27 Fev almost I don't know 28 30 30 I think so that's that's weird man you don't uh, battle with um, I don't have nothing to yeah. say but you know it's, we are kids and they are men so you need yeah, to Jorge said the same thing even this year like yeah, it's yeah. hard for him yeah so um, we need to, to be ready when we move to 450, at least on a good shape. And uh, for sure, the, the next year in 250 will help a lot. And um, yeah, it's, I think it's a really good decision. And I will be out of contract at 24 years old. will be still really young. Um, last thing, obviously you got your KTM ride as a bit of a surprise. Like I'm sure you didn't even expect it. Can you almost believe that, okay, you became world champion, but it's almost more unbelievable that you came into the team as a bit of an unknown and now they're signing you to a four-year contract. Like, that shows how far you've come. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, when I signed with KTM, I was like, 
nobody, a uh, random guy from European. Okay, I, st I win one moto, I had a uh, stock bike. Yeah. That was a little bit different. And uh, I work a lot with Joel and everything is because of Joel. He really pushed me and still now we are talking a lot and that's helped me a lot. And yeah, I improved a lot. Last year already champion for my second year. I'm only third year in the world championships, you know, riding. So lately I win a lot of race and also mentally I, I'm working on myself because it's not easy to, to win, you know. Mentally, do you feel like you're yeah. the guy in this class, or do you, yeah. or do you not feel that? Like, do you have like because you are the guy in this class, like you said, look since Turkey, look at the wins, look at everything you've done. Do you feel like that? Yeah, if we look at the results, I think I wish I can show it on the result on the paper that I win almost yeah. every race since uh, I'm back fit, let's say. So yeah, it's, it's not easy, especially when we have short time. You yeah. know, when it's like before every Sunday, we have more time to relax, and now. Sunday, Wednesday, win every moto yeah. is it's pretty tough mentally. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty tough, but I try to to keep it. Kind of Wolf MXGP of Pietra Murata. That's very Italian again. I'm very getting very good at that. Um, yeah, so so day like you're just kind of an eighth place guy. Bad starts, so you never really got too far forward. Crash in a second race, which hurt your result even more. So yeah, like, average day, I guess. Um, yeah, it wasn't the best day. Um, Struggled today a little bit with the pace. Um, couldn't find really my rhythm on the track. So um, yeah, it was a difficult day, but uh, also starts didn't make it that easy. Didn't have two good starts. So um, yeah, I had to come from like 15 or something. So um, yeah, but a big learning day again. So um, yeah, that was our goal this year to have to learn a lot, but learn positive. And today was a difficult day, but still we learned a lot. So. Uh, I'm happy with that. I think I was going to say this on Sunday and I never did, or maybe I did, but this is where it's like funny because I feel like at the start of the season, if you'd ask the team or you on a track like this with pretty much everyone still racing, they'd been like, oh, what, eighth in a moto? Oh, yeah, that's like, that's a good result, we'll take that. Whereas now it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of need to be on the podium every week. Like, funny how things change just because you've started doing quite good. Um, yeah, we have to go like top 15 for the season, like every moto be in the top 15. Yeah. So, um, only I think Turkey's second moto, I didn't make it. Yeah, and I think Matali, you were like 14 14, 14 weren't you? 14. Yeah. So, um, I've been in there like every, almost every single race. So, um, yeah, for sure it's not bad, but um, yeah, for sure we want to be up front and do our best what we can. So, um, yeah, okay, we did our best, but it wasn't the result we were hoping for. But uh, Sunday again, another race, so uh, let's see what we can do then. Did you prefer the track today over Sunday, or did you think it got worse? No, it actually, it looked like it got worse, like, it got so much harder, and they didn't really fix the bumps, actually, like, the bumps from Sunday were still yeah. kind of there, so, um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to change some stuff on the track, like rip it, or get it open really deep, but... Uh, yeah, we will see on Sunday. It's only going to get worse, isn't it? Like, more riding, more packed down. It's just going to get harder and slicker and harder and slicker. Depends. If they're going to open it up, that would be really, really good for the track, I think. If they would, like, rip it, like, really deep yeah. with something or... Yeah, I don't know what they can do. So, um, yeah, we will see on Sunday. Well, it's meant to rain as well, apparently. So that will spice it up a little bit. That's That will be good for me. Just... What, are you a good mud rider? I love mud, like... I don't feel like I've really seen you in the mud ever. Uh, yeah, but like, we've seen, like Lommel, but that was sand, and like Latvia, but that was sand, and yeah, yeah, like okay, hardback mud is a little bit different than sand yeah. mud, but um, 
yeah mud you have to be really patient so uh, I like it to be like mud to ride it so uh, yeah we will see hopefully it's gonna rain a lot and then uh, we can see how it goes um last thing three rounds to go three yes. rounds to go uh, what would make you happy to finish the season? Like, have you still got, obviously you've got a motor win this year, you've got a podium, so like, you've kind of ticked all the boxes, but still, with three rounds to go, is there one thing that you'd like to do just once more to like, kind of go into the off-season happy? Um, yeah, to be on the box again, and um, yeah, it would be great to get my first uh, GP win also in my rookie season, but uh, yeah, we will see, we keep working hard for it, and uh, Hopefully we can finish the season strong. We, I think I'm tied on points now for seven. Yeah, tied with, uh, I can't even remember who, but you're tied for seventh, and definitely. Stone. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, for sure I want to keep that position and, uh, yeah, see how it goes. Okay, uh, Conrad Muse, MXGP of Piatram Urata, I think. Uh, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> uh, great day. No one cares about the results. No one looks at the results. It, like, we all look at Instagram nowadays. No one cares about results. You were very fast. You had great starts. Like, it sucks to say maybe you would have won a GP today. Like, that you were that good. So, okay, it sucks, but Sunday can't get here any quicker. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, obviously, the first Sunday here wasn't amazing for me. Um, again, struggled with starts and things like that and crashes. So, a bit difficult, but we uh, we done a bit of testing in between these two rounds, and um, it made the world of difference today. I uh, finally felt like myself again on the bike. Felt amazing, um, and yeah, I had two good starts, which I've been, I've been dying for all year. So it was uh, a bit unlucky in the first race, bit of a uh, freak issue, which obviously is none of the none of the team's fault, just one of them things. Um, and then the second one had another great start, was in fifth, and then went down on the first lap. So it was just one of them days, really. But the guy I was behind in the in the first race, Hoffer, which I was on the back of the whole yeah, race. You were faster than him. Yeah, and uh, he actually won the GP. So. I feel like today I said like after the first race I said today could have been a podium day I reckon because obviously everyone was like all over the place you know so it was one of them days but hey, I'm just happy to feel like myself again I'm just happy to ride good I'm happy to get two good starts um, and yeah we still have three rounds left so there's there's nothing, nothing to say that a podium won't happen um, especially now I'm feeling good again. Uh, what did you test then in between now and Sunday like did it help you with starts on the track what were you kind of focused on? Um, just getting the bike to be a bit more like myself, you know, like just with the, with the power of the bike and just making me more comfortable all around. Like I didn't feel like I was really, really comfortable before this event. And I felt like today it really, it really showed like even not only on the stars, but on the track as well. Like I just felt, I've, and especially in that first one, I just felt great. I felt really good. And it was a shame about the crash in the second one, but like I said, it happens and We've definitely made a made a step forward for this for the event this day. What well, um what actually happened with the crash in the second race? Because I obviously didn't see it, but you came round like miles behind everyone else. So I was like, well, was he like stuck in a tree or like I don't like you must have been caught up somewhere. Yeah, so I crashed coming out of the tight bend on the on the upslope oh, of yeah. a hill. So every time I went to pick the bike up, um, I kept slipping back down. But where I was on the blowing spot, everyone was riding over the bike and obviously I couldn't pick it up so and then when I did eventually pick up I got to the top of the hill and the bars were bent so I had to jump off and kick them back straight so I was a long way down but like like we said the, the results don't really matter this weekend um, obviously it's not ideal for the team but it's just nice to finally ride like myself again and put myself in a great position for the last three rounds. You mentioned uh, power of a bike and messing around with that are you a guy who wants more power or manageable power? 
less power for me. Yeah, I'm just, I like to be able to ride the bike, you know, rather than the bike kind of take me for a ride. And that's how, that's how I like it. I'd rather, I'd rather a bit of a slower bike and controllable than I would a, a bike that I can't kind of ride myself, you know. So that's just the way I've kind of grown up to like a bike. And that's the way that it's kind of going towards now. So, and it's nothing like, it's just working with the team together just to make these fine little changes and, and like exactly like I said, working working as a team, you know. And this is and this is what it's all about. This is uh, starting to make sense now, then, because I was going to say, uh, first moto, you were insanely fast in the first sector, like fastest guy there all race. No one was even close to you. They didn't change that at all. So I was going to say, like, how does that happen? But I guess bike was more rideable. That's one of the tightest sections of the track. You just kind of blip it around there. Like I guess that's where that speed came from. Yeah, definitely. The one place I noticed in today which I felt completely different was in the corners. I felt so much more comfortable to come in, sit down and just get the gas on early because <clears throat> I knew that the kind of power was a bit tamer and it wouldn't kind of snatch out at me, if you understand what I'm saying. So, yeah, like I said, today was a massive, massive step forward in something that I've been kind of after but not really sure of it for yeah. years, you know, so... I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just really happy for me and the whole team to be in this position going into the last three rounds. Are you a good test rider? I never thought I was. I never thought, yeah, well, I'm obviously not because it took me years to find this out. But yeah, no, I'm not a very good test rider, but um, I have my own way of explaining things. And I think the team are starting to understand my kind of take on it, you know. So no, I've never really been a good test rider. But at the end of the day, we that we ride the bike all the time you know so we know how it feels and we know how we like a bike so it's um it's important the feedback that we give to the team and obviously <clears throat> for them to listen like they did and um and yeah put me in a like i said put me in a great position for today uh last thing then we're back here on sunday obviously they're not going to change the track much they literally can't do anything uh are you going to ride in between or are you literally just going to sit not touch anything and make sure nothing changes <laughs> no so for sure i'm not gonna i'm not gonna touch the setup of the bike i'm just gonna leave it how it is um i am gonna ride on friday okay. just to get some laps in and see if we can make a, a better step you know so we've th this step we made it's the first time we tried it so yeah, why not see if we can we can go even better.